The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. It's officially 2020 NFL Draft Talk season. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. a founding member of the Tyler Johnson Hive. And with me, as always, is AJ, SEC Defenders, and Big 12 Wide Receivers Only, Mark Casey. Uh, yeah, I'm not really an SEC Defender person you're wrong, Rob. I'm sorry. It's real football, though. It is real football, but I don't like it. Oh, there's a take. You don't like real football. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to begin 2020 draft talk with our 10 prospects we're most excited for this season. Let's hit it, baby. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby going out. To Vegas, maybe looking for a young or a two. Don't draft a running back on the first day. Don't draft a running back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third. Or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Ticket to 2020 NFL Draft in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm excited. Me too. I think there will be a fun venue led by the Raider Nation that doesn't really exist there. I know. Uh, okay, 2020 NFL Draft, 10 guys. This is, yes, a filler episode. Yes. <laughs> It'll not be that long. But we gave you that amazing GM rankings episode last week that was almost an hour 45, so. We're just dipping our toes into 2020. We give and we take episode to episode. Our quota is just two hours flat. <laughs> yeah, two hours per two weeks. Yeah. That's what the execs say. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you rank them... Or just pick 10 random, like... I didn't do a ranking. I tried to kind of hit the positions, but I didn't fully. <laughs> well, I mean, there's 22 positions and this oh is 10 players. The position I mean, groups, I'm so sorry, Rob. I don't even know. How many position groups are there? I don't know. I 
nine or something. This is the great banter of this podcast. Yeah, I, we're both off our game right now. It's a, it's a short app. Let's just get through it. Uh, okay. Do you want to go back and forth then? Yeah, sure. I think we're going to have a lot of uh, overlap, though. Probably. I mean, that's to be expected. I looked at my last year's list, too, and it was like exactly probably what you would expect at that time, too. So I wanted to find my list from last year because it's probably some bad ones, but... Mine was obviously all money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, wait, do, I'll, I'll wait do... do you want to hear mine? Yeah, I do. I do. As I open the document. I should have thought ahead. Just fill in time here, people. Look, we're just trying to hit our quota here. Okay, uh, okay ready? Yeah. Uh, I seem to have ranked it, too. So, Oh, it, cool. it gets strange near the end. Oh, God. Sweet. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. One, Ed Oliver. Makes a lot of sense. Two, Nick Bosa. Makes a lot of sense. Three, Devin White. Makes a lot of sense. Four, Justin Herbert, who didn't go pro. Well, maybe you'll hear his name called today. Uh, five, Nikhil Harry. Yeah. Okay. Six, Andrew Wingard. <laughs> I'm so glad we brought this up. Seven, Colin Johnson, who didn't go pro. Uh, it's fine, though. He's, I don't, he's not on I today's guess. list for me, though, but he was no, on last year's. He's not on my list, either. Uh, eight, David Montgomery. Yeah, fun. We're still one of our personal favorites, I think, for both of us at this point. So nine Easton Stick. I'm look, still one of my personal favorites. Ten Michael Dieter, which seems strange. Ooh, I, I guess not a bad pick, just a strange one. Yeah, there was some hype though. I get it. My honorable mentions: Clone Farrell, Nate Herbig, Greg Little, <laughs> Rodney Anderson, Alaric Jackson, Dakota Dixon, Jawan Johnson, Zach Allen, Shreve Miller, DK Metcalf. Dakota Dixon. Yeah, it was not. I don't know. Don't trust. Don't so basically, what we've learned is don't trust anything. We say it today. I, I played it really safe today. Me too. I, hope. I and I've watched a ton of guys this year. These are just mm-hmm. like these are the guys I enjoy the most. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. happen to also be great. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. First one. Hit me. I'm gonna start off with an easy one. I'm gonna go with the LSU safety, Grant Delpit. He is also he's number one on my list. Yeah, I think he he just feels like number one, man. Like, every big play, it seemed like, for that LSU defense he was involved in last year. Popped off the screen just watching games live. And then when you did the the, the 2019 uh, eligible draft guys tape, like Greedy, kept on showing up. And then I'm assuming when you throw the 2020 on, he's going to look fucking good. So. Yeah, I, I've watched uh, already like 10 of his games. Yeah, He was arguably the, like, he, he would have been a top 10 player in this past draft for sure. Maybe mm-hmm. top five. Actually, I think he would have ended up my fourth player if he was in the 2019 NFL draft. Safety is personally one of my most favorite positions. Me too. Um, and we just didn't have that big time guy that we were spoiled by two years ago this year right so mm-hmm. and, and the thing about him is he's he's big but his ability mm-hmm. and coverage and just his like natural ball skills his fluidity he's got everything he's not like a jamal adams versus the run but he's still a physical tackler and yeah. constantly makes plays in the backfield he's a complete safety he's i wouldn't be like currently he's my number one player for 2020 i wouldn't be surprised if he finishes there all right, who's your first guy, Rob? Uh, well, it was also Grant Delpit, but my second <laughs> guy, uh, Jerry Judy of Alabama. Yeah, easy one. Yeah, I mean, and it's not just, like, this is a stacked receiver class, and that won't be the last receiver who I name today. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
the thing like the way Judy makes plays, his his start stop ability and like what he can do after the catch, it's Odell Beckham-esque. Like just get the ball in his hands, he can take a slant eighty yards the way few people have been able to do like the way Odell Beckham does. Kinda has felt like the the draft Twitter darling over the offseason with just yeah. lots of Well it's cause like okay, obviously. Uh, like I mentioned, elite after the catch. Yeah. He's a big time athlete. Uh, him and Tua, the downfield passing game is so much fun. But he's also got great hands, and he's one of the best route runners in the class. Like the stop start in the in the yak game also comes in as a route runner, and he is like him and Del Pitt are maybe the two best players in the country. And I think both, if they were eligible last year, would have been the first guy taken at their positions. So, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, like this this receiver class is not. I don't think it's going to be as deep as last year's, but it's going to be a lot more top heavy. Where last year mm-hmm. wasn't super top heavy; it was just thirty guys who are going to be good football players. It's going to be like there could be five really great guys. Yeah, kind of like that. The the Odell Beckham, Mike Evans, Sammy Watkins. Uh, Brandon Cooks wide receiver class. Mm-hmm. I, I get that feel with this class. Kelvin Benjamin, yeah. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Uh, okay, I'm going to stick in the defensive backfield. I'm going to go across the country to the East Coast to Virginia, Bryce Hall. Their corner. Also on my list. Yeah, uh, same as Del Pitt, just a guy that kept showing up on other guys' tape uh, for 2019. I think he's going to end up being the, the number one corner in the country. I, I know there's I, some other guys. But, I think but. if he had come out, and uh, it was super surprising, like he had that first-round hype last year, and yeah. it wasn't a great – it was a deep corner class, not top-heavy. I think he had a fantastic chance to be corner one 2019 draft. I, I, I think, think so a lot too. of people I, had him there before he de- uh, decided to go back. Yeah, and I think he, he would have been a guy that did really well in the draft process, too. So. And he's a guy who, going back, I'm so excited to see if he ends up at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. He's got uh, like he's got everything, like, the physicality, the size, size the ability yeah. in man coverage, great instincts, great ball skills, clean footwork. Like, mm-hmm. he looks like, it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up, there's some corners with, not more upside, but, like, some of the junior corners have a lot of hype, like C.J. Henderson, yeah. um, Jeffrey Okuda, like guys like that. It wouldn't surprise me if he ends up being like the not the first corner off the board, but he'll translate to NFL success the quickest. Like he's yeah. ready for the NFL now. Yep, that's fair. I get that. Okay, uh, third guy for me, but it's actually my fourth now. I guess uh, <laughs> a guy, another guy who could have been the. He probably wouldn't have ended up above Garrett Bradbury, but he was on par with Garrett Bradbury had he come out of Wisconsin early. Tyler Beatties from Wisconsin, uh, the center. Guy who just, he had a great year last year. Yeah, he was, he had the, I don't know, least hype of that hyped Wisconsin O-line entering the year. And, and was turned out best. to be the best player. Yeah, exactly. And he's not the biggest guy in the world. He's not that classic, um, like, Travis Frederick type of Wisconsin center that's just a people mover but his mm-hmm. he's like he's he's only about 623 like 305 310 but his ability uh his his short area quickness is what separates him from basically all these other uh college interior linemen right now he looks like Jason Kelsey the way he moves which is 
elite movement skills and it shows up in the run game all day he's also yeah. really physical and he's a finisher he's got that classic wisconsinness to him but the quickness and ability to get to the second level and get on linebackers it's Im- impressive with bds um he he is there are a few centers who are as fun to watch as him because of that uh, athleticism you know what's funny? I think this time last year, uh, doing BAD is on tape only as a redshirt sophomore. I wasn't a huge fan. I think I, did, like, I slapped like a fifth round summer grade on him. <laughs> but like I said, just a, a Sandy huge in the season. I, I was probably low on him at that point too. But uh, you saw the flashes definitely last year. Um, two years ago and then last year, just so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think him and, him and Creed Humphrey is going to be a fun Mm-hmm. First round potential, two first round potential centers. Creed Humphrey not yep. getting as much hype as you'd think uh, at this point. That's true. That's very especially with that uh, how good the outline was last year. Yeah, and he's the only returner. You think that his name mm-hmm. would just be buzzing a little more? I guess he is a center, but yeah. Uh, who you got next? Uh, okay, for next I'll go with a guy. I not necessarily my my next most excited guy, but a guy. Um, especially in the national championship game in the playoffs, uh, Isaiah Simmons from yeah. Clemson. Just another guy of on how, my list. Yeah, just because of his uniqueness, like like the converted safety and like the fucking the movement abilities. You know just what bothers re- me? People are that? still calling him a safety, even though he basically, like you hit it on the note. He's a converted safety. He's a linebacker. He played safety. He is now yeah. a linebacker. But then there's people who have been listing him as a safety still. It's like he's 6'2", 230, and yeah. his movement skills as a linebacker are exceptional, and that's the mm-hmm. best way to use him. And he was one of – if in, in the playoff run for Clemson, I thought he was their best uh, – Defender? Yeah. And that's with I, Christian Wilkins, Colin Farrell on, on that defense. <laughs> yeah, three first-round picks. Um, yeah, I know. I, I Honestly, I agree, especially in the national championship game. He was all over the field, and I'm. He just seems like just a transcendent kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like that, just that NFL prototype for today's linebacker. Yeah, so yeah I'm he, excited. Exactly. In the the uh, like the past as a safety shows up mm-hmm. in his coverage skills. I think it was uh, a play against Notre Dame in the in the playoff game, and he's like thirty yards downfield breaking up passes. Um, he, yeah. he he reminds me of Levante David with the just the range and the aggressiveness in the run game, but combining that with the athleticism, he's mm-hmm. obviously got to develop a bit more. And he was only a redshirt sophomore last year, yes, so exactly like he's the this the ceiling is the sky or whatever Michael Jordan said with uh, <laughs> Simmons, um, and it's going to be a really interesting linebacker class with. Uh, him and uh, like Dill Moses and Pat like Patty Fisher had some hype. Troy Troy Die like uh, Marcus Bailey. It's a funner linebacker class this year than last year. Yeah, I think Moses just probably missed my top ten cut, but he, also... he's like yeah, he's at the top of my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. And like a guy that's had just so much hype his whole <laughs> yeah career, right? So uh, okay, I'll hit you with. Uh, how about AJ Epinesa from Iowa okay. here? Yeah. Uh, okay. On the, my list too. Him and Chase Young. I think it's a lot of people have it Chase Young than him. Mm-hmm. I currently have it him and then Chase Young. Um, I think the the in Chase Young, I'm sure is 
on both of our lists. Yeah, so we can yeah. do them together now. If yeah. You want. <laughs> what separates them is with Chase Young, I think you've got this ball of clay. He's 6'5", 265. Yeah. Freaky athlete. Um, and and he, he is quite refined considering he's only a true junior. But uh, his is the upside versus Epinesa's the higher floor. He, his hand use is already looking like it's going to be elite in that Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, like Cam mm. Jordan type of way, where he's not the most athletic edge. He's stouter, uh, like thicker. Yeah. Um, yes. And that shows up uh, both in the run game and uh, just his ability as a power rusher. But the the, the leverage and hand usage and uh, just the array of ways to beating an offensive lineman shows up with him, whereas Chase Young, not that it doesn't because he does use his hands quite well, I see more of like a JD Clowney type where it's just just pure upside with all this athleticism and size. And he's a, he's also a pretty good run defender, and obviously J.D. Clowney's one of the best in the league. But he, even Clowney hasn't fully unlocked his ability as a pass rusher yet, and he's still a little raw there. And I see that more with Chase Young. I think last October-ish you called Chase Young the, the first pick in the 2020 NFL draft. That sounds right. <laughs> and so it's going to be, like with the spotlight on him, obviously Boza missed most of the year last year. But... It's it's Chase Young's defensive line now. Uh, Draymond Jones gone too. So just the spotlight being on him on that in that group, the whole defense. To be honest, um, that's gonna be interesting to watch. And just both, uh, I assume, going to be top fifteen top picks 10. and the worst. Yeah, yeah. I, I think in my early twenty twenty mock, I put Epinesa as the number one pick. Chase Young is the number two or three pick. Like I think they're both very like. If they take the step forward that you'd expect from a true mm-hmm. sophomore to a ju- true junior year, like I have a hard time not seeing them both go in the top ten. Yep, they're just in different ways, but both awesome prospects. Uh, you want to throw another one out there? Yeah, sure. I'll go back to the receiver position just because I guess we look save quarterback for last. Uh, Colorado Lavisca Chanel on my list because I didn't get to see much of him last year. Um, Missed some time. I just didn't watch a lot of Colorado football. Interesting what? player. I didn't watch a lot of Colorado ball. I don't it's know. the Pac-12. I know, but they weren't playing after the They dark weren't playing change. after dark enough at all. Hopefully they, they do ex- this year. Exactly. I mean, Montez was missing time. I don't hate Montez either. Like, as a, just to watch college football uh, player. Not as a prospect, oh. just to watch. Like, he's confident yeah. enough to get him the ball. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I know... Early Heisman candidate last year, um, got injured, um, played nine games. But yeah, uh, just didn't get to see him enough. Had a really hot start. I'm interested to see him. Uh, Different type of receiver touchdowns. than yeah. Mm-hmm. He, like ahead, Ju- Judy and C- Judy and C.D. Lamb are both like that true outside receiver. Where Chanel's playing this mm-hmm. big uh, slot role, doing. Things like you mentioned, the rushing touchdowns, like being moved all over, running wildcat. He's awesome after yeah. the catch. Um, he's he's more in that offensive weapon mold versus that true outside receiver mold. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, interesting guy, and like obviously with the size too. It's just yeah, got some Michael Thomas to him in that way, where he's this massive slot. Yeah, interesting. Um, I. For sure. No, the receiver class in general, like, there's yeah. 10 different guys who I think you could argue be on either of our lists here. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll stick at receiver, too, though. Uh, Oklahoma C.D. Lamb. 
Yeah. Ju- Judy is the clear number one receiver right now, and I think C. Lamb's the clear number two. I uh, I'm a huge C. Lamb. Although I have Judy above him, I think I enjoy C. Lamb more just because his contested catchability is insane. Yeah. Like he looks like DeAndre Hopkins out there. I saw him house like Texas, uh, Alabama, Kansas State. Just he, if you put the ball in his vicinity and give him a chance, he's coming down with it. And he's yeah. He's not. It's not like he's massive either. He's six two, one eighty nine. He's just elite hands, elite uh, contested catchability. The ball skills feels are like insane. he plays. Feels like he plays bigger than that yeah, too. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and yeah. if you'll remember um, that one highlight catch that didn't count against UCLA on the sideline, where the one-handed yeah. one, mm-hmm. and that that's like I know it didn't count, but it was one of the best catch, catches of the year, if not the best. And then the the block. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's also an elite blocker uh, yes. for a receiver. Yeah. And that was the block is was my one of my favorite ones. Just watching football live and then uh, back on tape too. Like every time I did that Oklahoma game, what game was that? I'm blanking now. Uh, the, playoffs. The Alabama. He did it to Dylan. Yeah, playoffs. Was it Dylan to, uh, Moses or no? No, he did it to no, Mac, Mac Wilson. Wilson. It was Mac Wilson. Yeah. yeah. That just watching the Mac Wilson tape and every time I threw on a Bama defender or yeah, you see it every time. You like obviously yeah. because the amount of prospects in that game. You just we watch that you watch the game a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So yeah, Lamb is going to be fun to watch for sure this year. Yeah. Um, you want to throw any more out? Yeah, I'll do a running back. Oh. DeAndre Swift, Georgia. And, and uh, no, yeah. what accompanies him is the Etienne versus Swift. Because yes. like, I, I don't know if people are even arguing any other running backs because it's obviously a really sick class. But There's uh, Taylor argument, I think. I, I think so too, but I'm not there with him. Like mm-hmm. uh, to me, it's Swift and Etienne, and to me, it's uh, like Swift is the number one. And the reason I threw Swift on this list is because I, I just feel like I've seen more of Travis Etienne. Um, Swift splitting essentially splitting carries with Elijah Holyfield last year. Um, the the flashes though, I mean, I think six yards per carry, just the, the ability to make those little cuts in the hole. Um, it's 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 fun to watch, and like Etienne, that also explosive dude, but. Swift's better in the passing game too, which I think is yeah. great. Mm-hmm. He was just used there more as well. He was, and like yeah. Etienne is this smooth glider, where Swift, yeah. I think, gives you a little more versatility in, in his running ability. Not you mentioned like the like the contact balance, like Andalusian, but he brings power. He's kind of all around. I think he's got mm-hmm. a chance to be one of these special running back prospects that we've seen in the past. Not necessarily to the Saquon Barkley level, but like to the Todd. Todd Gurley level potentially, I think that's fair. And I, I, again, like you said, it's a really, really good twenty twenty group for running backs. Yeah, like after Swift and Etienne, like even like J.K. Dobbins. You mentioned Jonathan Taylor, obviously, and, mm. and there's good seniors this year too. Like Keyshawn Vaughn from Vandy and um, yeah. Zach Moss from Utah had some love last year. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's always running backs that grow on trees. Don't draft them in the first round, but there's again <laughs> a ton of them. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we get some fun ones at the Senior Bowl. And hey, if you want a two hundred and fifty pound Leonard Fournette, there's AJ Dillon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna uh, keep holding off on on our our one true uh, love at QB. Uh, I mean, no with, pun intended. Uh, oh. It wasn't Jordan. It wasn't Jordan. <laughs> if it was though, huh. 
What could have been? <laughs> uh, I'm going to jump back to the offensive line. Uh, Iowa's right tackle, Tristan Wirfs. <laughs> yeah, and left tackle, Larry Jackson. Hey, he's good, too. He's no Tristan <laughs> Wirfs. It's a, it's going to be, I think, a very good underclassman offensive tackle group. Is uh, is Iowa winning the, the West in the Big Ten? Just because of Wirfs, Epinesa, and Alaric Jackson? Yeah, and Nate Stanley. Oh, but, sorry. Yeah. And they're running back, like, Mikhail Sargent. Yeah, oh, yeah, this Sargent. But Iowa's always just got a confident running back. Anyways. Uh, with Wirfs, you're getting... <laughs> Like, check the size box, 6'5", 320. He also mm-hmm. will put you in the ground and make you remember. He's so physical and developed already as a run blocker as a true sophomore last year. Um, he's not the, like, he, he's got some athleticism questions that I think will pop up and some uh, inconsistencies uh, with his footwork. But he's super physical in pass protection, uses his length and hands really well, really strong anchor. anchor. Uh a guy who I'm sure there will end up being some questions about should he kick inside because I think he yeah. could be a dominating guard as well. But I am very much on board with him being offensive tackle one. That's why you're broken up as Brandon Scherf. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, and so is Alec Jackson's, though. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Alec Jackson's is Robert Gallery. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. All right. Uh, do we get to the quarterback? I could do a couple of quarterbacks. Whoa, you flexing on the room? No, I just just kind of excited for it. like Jordan Love, like probably just missed the cut for me. Um, big time flashes last year at Utah State. I'm excited to see like awesome ball know, placement. Yeah, good zip on the ball. Yeah, I'm very excited to see his development oh, this year. Yeah, I mean you're um, you're not wrong though. It's I know it's early, and last year I had Easton stick on this list, so who really knows? But this QB but, class <laughs> is already shaping up to be better and more fun. I agree. Because love is a lot of fun to me, and he's kind of got all the pieces there, and I want to see him. Lost some guys on that Utah State offense. Um, lost a coach. But uh, weird, weird. I just want to watch that offense more, to be honest. Lots of weird dudes. On that. Lots of, like, really small receivers. Anyway, I just yeah. want to see that. And, and then, like, if you jump over, staying in group of five, Houston's yeah. got a guy in Derek King who I'm in on it. I, I yeah. know there's some – it seems like people are either all in where they think he can be a first-round pick, which I'm in that boat, or all out where they think he's like a late-day three pick or yeah, undrafted. I haven't started the tape on him uh, yet. Haven't watched – didn't watch him too much. He's, it felt like when I was watching Houston games, if the defense wasn't on the field, I wasn't paying too much attention. I was flipping Fair. to another game. Fair. <laughs> that's that's on me. I should have been paying attention. He put I, I knew King, video game numbers last year. He did, and uh, yeah, I knew about King, but uh, yeah. sorry, it's interesting because he he started off, off his career there as a wide receiver. Yes, he did. And he's only five he eleven, one ninety five, but I think he's got the arm talent. I think I like his arm a lot, actually. Uh, obviously, he brings big time mobilities to the position. Like he he, there's some Michael Vick, there's some Cordell Cordell Stewart there. That's uh, yeah, I give him that slash. Uh, that slash pro comp, baby. It's, is, that, is that a good pro comp? I don't know. I think it depends how you look at it. I mean, Cordell Stewart, if he entered the league now, would be much more coveted. Oh, for and sure. he wasn't I mean, like he was good. Just wasn't was like a leader or anything. Um, no, like, I've I've liked King ever since the, the old NCAA games where uh, 
you take over. You got Greg Ward, and then uh, when he, he he graduates, you got Kane to fill his shoes. And you're like, that's that timeline is wrong, but okay. Oh no, it's not wrong. Greg, Greg Ward and Derek King were not at Houston together. Were they? No. Greg Ward's okay, you, been you, out of football or out of college for like six years. Uh, not out of football um, because he's going to be impactful for the Eagles this year. Greg Ward was uh, the 2017 draft. Greg, Greg Ward was not the – you think they benched Greg Ward for Derek King? No, I'm saying the NCAA video games. Yeah, but I'm saying that there's a year between them. Was there? I don't know. Anyways. This is like the millionth time you've, you've questioned me. Let's see if you're wrong once again. Probably. What else is new? You should just learn not to question me. My laptop's really slow, so it's going to take some time for this <laughs> to open. It might even crash. Podcast. You're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah, but you don't believe me, so I have to check now. Uh, no, there's a year. So I was I right. Think. No, I think so, they overlap one year. So I'm wrong. I think so. Anyways, who cares? Wait, well, I'm opening it to find out. Okay. 2016. Oh my god, doesn't just open? <laughs> so are you trying to find the 2016 Houston Cougars roster? Stats. You can you can talk about prospects while I do this. Jacob Eason is another one to get excited about. Inter- for sure. Um, I'm hey, not. I got, I'm not I, he, we saw him as a freshman at Georgia. Big time flashes. Haven't seen him yes. for a while. He's replacing Jake Browning at Washington. Uh, you're right. Uh, but he's, he played receiver the whole time. Yeah, yeah, but you can move him to quarterback. <laughs> I just, okay. I'm running that option all day. That's why I know. Um, East is going to be interesting. Uh, like more talented than Jake Browning, obviously. That the Washington team, they're always just interesting to watch too, because so many guys on that defense always and. Couple of receivers that I liked last and year. Aaron Fuller's Fuller. very good. Yeah, I was like, I was early on Fuller. Give me some credit there. Um, yeah, no, there's there's dudes. Uh, we also what's the, the t- go ahead. Yeah, just jumping into other quarterbacks like KJ Costello. Obviously, there's gonna be this Jake Fromm weird love. That's gonna be a big debating point all year. The Brian Lewerke yeah. redemption story. Nathan That's- Stanley. Oh, who cares? Um, the the Lewerke story is really interesting right now because there's like, I mean, last year we were we were kind of in on him at this point. But, yeah. Um, but ultimately, there's two guys who are going to be the most interesting to talk about: uh, Tua from Alabama and yeah. Justin Herbert from Oregon. Who Her- Herbert would have been a first round pick had he come out last year. He would have been. Um, he's much better than Daniel Jones, who went sixth overall. So. Yeah, it's like you could have just slotted him in there too because he's also tall and wide. I think the Giants would have liked him. Yeah, with a much better arm. Um, like better at everything, to be honest. They're similar athletes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. I think, good for you, I think, Herbert's got, I think Herbert's got a little more top end speed to him, but uh, yeah. Oh, Anyways. okay. I'm uh, saying it. I'm saying it. Herbert can move. Yeah, seeing some more consistency from Herbert this year is going to be super yeah. important. That was his big issue last year. I mean, we've been watching him for two years now. Well, yeah, I, I know, and it gets to the point much. where it's like you've seen so much of him that you start nitpicking more than you would if you'd yeah. seen five games. 
And exactly, and, and that's you, why the big question is going to be: Can he sustain the flashes and just be a more consistent quarterback? Yeah, and you still have to expect more. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, I'm I'm very much a Justin Herbert fan, and Tua. There's gonna I think to the general public, there's not a lot of questions with Tua, but there's mo- far more questions uh, with him to like the folks of Draft Twitter, which is us. Uh, just with his like a lot of his decision making seems to be pre-snap. Stares mm-hmm. down his receivers, doesn't work through reads. Like there's a lot more questions with him than I think people understand. Yeah, you like the holes popped up during the season last year. You we started to see them in in the playoffs, especially in the playoffs, especially exactly. Lots of just like in that championship game, lots of bad misreads and forcing balls and. But like I know, I, I think he's gonna be a first round pick. Oh yeah, he's me too. Like I, I think ultimately uh, of. Of this QB class, I think at least three of them end up in the first round. So. I think three to five is an extremely big possibility. Yeah, no, I agree, and I, yeah, I, I can see Love being that uh, the guy that you know the small school guy that rises, and I think Herbert's a lock. I think two is lock. Eason, I think he's got the talent, but it's gonna be really interesting to watch. You know, right? Cause yeah, I, think, I just haven't Love, seen him in a long time. I think Love's kind of the safe bet for the third spot, though. I agree. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Easton's kind of the wa- Easton and King are wild cards. I'm mm-hmm. kind of yep. putting more hype on King than most, but and then Fromm's kind of like in the Daniel Jones mold, I guess. Yeah, yeah. From it just like seems like a second round guy. Uh, it, it, like I'm like for the NFL. Like, I don't mean. Yeah, I like I as of right now, like I like KJ Costello more than I like Jake Fromm. Costello's, I remember watching him last year. Interesting, but flashes, but I didn't like the... the... Obviously, you haven't watched Sam Ellinger yet. Well, I know what I got in Sam Ellinger. He's going to be the next uh, top 10 pick that goes to the Senior Bowl. Correct. At Jim Nagy on Twitter. Jeez, jeez. Throwing heat tonight, AJ. Look, he. I didn't like his his, uh, his quote weird. from Matthew McConaughey. Like, Give some respect that, to Matt McConaughey. It was, it was just a weird thing to tweet, I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like if you're putting words in Matt McConaughey's mouth, they have all to right, be a little right, weirder right. than that. Yeah, or that exactly. Anyways, uh, anybody else you want to mention? I think we kind of hit all the guys. I'm really excited for who, who else do you got? Uh, Minnesota's Tyler Johnson. Yeah, you mentioned him off the top of the show. Yeah, I just you know me and my love for route runners. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he has got a chance to be the best. Him, him and I think Jerry Judy. Are the two best route runners I've seen, mm-hmm. and Tyler Johnson also surprisingly awesome in um, contested catch situations. Yeah, I th- noticed a lot of that watching Minnesota last year. Yeah, and he's not the biggest guy; either. like six one one ninety is what I have him at. Uh, really wicked release game. Uh, yeah, I said the route running. Yeah, the contested catch. I think he he's gonna be the top senior receiver, and he's a guy I would love to see cook people at the Senior Bowl. Um, Let's just throw an early comp out there. Adam Thielen. Because of the Minnesota roots? <laughs> yeah, just that's my new thing. Instead of race-to-race race comps, it's... Geography. Yeah, which is kind of way, much, way, way, way cooler. Oh, yeah, it is, for sure. School or geography, one or the other. Correct. So just <laughs> Justin Herberts is um, uh, Myers Leonard. Sure, yeah. Sure. Yeah, thanks. Whatever you say. Thanks. <laughs> I was thinking Sean Mannion, a little, little taller though. Yeah, he wishes. 
Derek, how about Derek Anderson? A little more mobile, though. Ooh. This show yeah, is a go. mess. Yeah. We're, how about Joey Harrington? <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's, uh, let's leave. I, just to throw a couple more names out there. Uh, <laughs> offensive tackle from Georgia, Andrew Thomas. We, mm-hmm. we, we said Dylan Moses already. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Bailey, the Purdue linebacker, is a guy I really, really like. Uh, and two Nichols, because I love Nichols. Washington's Miles Bryant and Alabama's Shaheem Carter. Bryant's, I think, Bryant's the guy on the, the, the Washington defense this year. Yeah, defense, at least. We were both in on him last year, I think. Yeah. Um, not surprising that he went back, just because he never really got a ton of hype. But And then Shane no. Carter's a guy who just kept, like, I didn't know who he was, but every time I watch Alabama tape, he would flash. So I mm-hmm. like, looked into him, and he plays their star role, which is similar to what, like, what Minka Fitzpatrick did there. So mm-hmm. he's just. A guy in a big time spot, uh, who I think's got a lot of ability. All right, we made it through it. I think maybe. All right, that'll do it for this short, low quality filler episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven. High quality, come on. You can follow us on Twitter at ajmarchese13 at Rob Paul NFL at ACL Americans and at Armchair NFL. Uh, go to armchairallamericans.com. I'm sure I wrote something you can read, or there are plenty of other podcasts and things to read there yep there is uh beer of the week aj it's your week well i'll stick with the clock classic cottage springs uh it's a vodka soda actually because right now i can't drink beer but cottage springs knows how to make them and today on their instagram story you were able to write in suggestions for new flavors so i was doing that multiple times i suggested pumpkin yeah, a, pump, a, gr- a pumpkin vodka soda, please. I don't think I could. I, I love pumpkin, but uh, I don't well, know. Well, it's for it. us pumpkin beer lovers who are no longer able to drink beer, so we need it you, in our vodka sodas. You, you know what's going to happen? The people, the good people at College Spring are going to love your idea, but so they don't have to credit you, they're going to spin it and call it pumpkin pie. Fuck. That's what's going to happen. I hope they don't steal. I sent them green apple and coconut as well. Green apple feels like a lock, right? I don't know. It's going to happen. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm going to just spend the rest of my night sending them more. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.